Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, everyone, and welcome to History Dweebs. I am Tim, and as always, I am joined by Brandy, the blue-haired beauty. Hello. How are you, Brandy? Well, Tim. And, of course, uh, we're here with the distinguished Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk Walters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you, Colonel? I am as fine as I could be on this cold day. It is a cold day here in February. Um, today's topic is Jonas Salk. And Charles, tell us a little bit about Dr. Salk. Dr. Salk was a, uh, well, obviously he was a physician. He went to New York. He City. attended school in New York. Um, and City. he came out about the time the polio surge was coming came out oh, as I, what? You know what? What did he come out as? Yeah. He came out as a transvestite. No, he's true. We're going to get sued. Salk was a transvestite. <laughs> no, he, he has to dress as a woman. And that but that does do not anything. <clears throat> and this not. is a time when this was not as acceptable oh as, as, uh, as You know what? You let now. him do this. <clears throat> I blame you. He's, He's back. All right. Okay, let's get back on the subject. Yeah, let's get back. Jonas Salk was was not a transvestite. Now, I want to take you back to 19, oh, let's say 1944. That was the year. 1946. Which year am I going back to? 1946. Okay. Year after the war. After the war. Okay. When we got. Truman was president. Truman was president. They were defeated. They were still actually. They were still smoking over there. It was the, the whole place was still smoking. No, I don't think that's true at all. Yeah, it's, it smoked <laughs> for a long time over there. After we they were already they were already making Toyotas by then. What? <laughs> anyway, yes. I'm sorry. Imagine the headlines: Polio scourge, polio panic, polio's deadly path. See, polio back in those times was the Ebola of all. Except yeah, I mean, we, for people uh, actually getting polio as opposed to one nurse in New Jersey being locked up in a prison cell. Oh, for Pete's sake. Yeah, we're going to talk about that when we get... We're talking about forced um, uh, quarantine. Yeah, when we get to... Um, who we're talking about next? I don't know. Oh. Typhoid but, Mary. But my point being, your point being, it was in this, it was it was it was a perfect time in America, 
Yeah, I mean, if you were if you were as a white man, you know, if you were a woman, I don't know if you could vote. Then I don't know if they gave the devils the. Yeah, actually, uh, suffrage has already passed. Yeah, and, we're good. And, was we're it, good. Was but, it but, on property? But it was a big problem, and even President Roosevelt, of course, <laughs> had had suffered from polio. So he did. Lots of famous people suffered from polio. There was lots of famous people got the polio. Like who? Who had polio? Dinah Shore had the polio. Okay. Francis Ford Coppola, he got the polio. Now they recovered from the polio. Uh, okay. Napoleon Dynamite, he got the polio. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. David Sanborn, he got the polio. Uh, let's see. Neil Young. Neil Young. Now, Crazy, crazy Horse, Horse did not get the polio, but Neil What about Young the pink Cadillacs? No, the pink Cadillacs was fine. They drove right through the polio. Crosby, Stills, and Nash? Young got the polio. Oh, that's uh, why they kicked yeah. him out. They kicked him out. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. obviously. Okay, okay, let's get serious. Back to polio. It was, it was, a, it was a scourge, and it was, it was a scourge. very serious problem. And I won't get into all the details, but basically what you had was it was every parent's worst nightmare. So they realized that they was going to have to just devote tons and tons of money and an army of volunteers to research. Didn't Forrest Gump get polio? Forrest Gump? No, no, he's he back. Had no, legs. he had the rickets. Something <laughs> he had rickets? He had the rickets. No, he didn't have rickets. He, he was giving me rickets. It was a um, spinal problem. Because remember his doctor said his uh, back look was crooked as a politician or crooked as a question mark. Oh, it's scoliosis. <laughs> Well, Which is different. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, back, back, back to polio. And it's a very serious topic about it's very deadly disease. Well, people was dying left and right. It's a chicken's disease. And some people would uh, some people would recover from it. Some people would die. Some people would have permanent paralysis. In 1948, more people died from this than any communicable disease. Tuberculosis, AIDS, syphilis. I don't know that AIDS was around Chlamydia. Then, okay. People was dying of chlamydia back then. Well, sure. It was a terrible thing to get. But anyway, so Jonas Salk does some research. Now, all these other people were doing research on live viruses. Is Jonas Salk in New York at this time? He He's said in he, New York. He, okay. he, he never leaves New York. Okay. Uh, in, oh, I thought he was from Cincinnati. Well, he traveled. No, that was Saban. Oh, okay. Well, they were very, very heated rivals. I'm okay. not going to get into that because it'll take a long time. And Saban also, Saban also came out with his own vaccine. Which was an oral vaccine. So his I like oral. Well, you know. Wow. The colonel has both the injectable and the oral vaccine. Because uh-huh. uh, I did not want to get the polio, so I took no, both of them. Oh, you did not want to. Um, I got the tuberculosis twice, too. But anyway, I think we're getting a little off track here. We need to hear. Here's the amazing thing. Yes. Now, he, everybody else is doing research with the, with the live virus. Which is much like saying, well, look, my feet are on fire, so I'm going to try to put it out by catching my ass on fire. And oh, was, I like that. I, that's exactly the analogy I would have made. Yeah. And it was uh, finding out they didn't work. And they was giving tests to people and they was dying. Sure. So Jonas Salk decides, I'm going to try to do a dead virus, much like we do the flu now. And uh, well, that's been helpful. It worked. It worked. <clears throat> but that's not really the whole point of this whole story. Yes, it's, tell us what, did the, what is the point. <laughs> the point of this whole story is 
How much do you think the man in Infinite, the Viagra, made? I wouldn't start to know. How much do you think Pfizer makes off Viagra? Billions. Billions and billions. And that was the... That was the money they was They just discovered that by accident, right? They, yes. Well, most things were discovered by accident. Well, I mean, but I mean, they were treating people at first. We didn't do research on that. We don't know. Yeah. Well, I did some research on that. You did research on yeah. everything, but go yeah. ahead. But the Cialis, the Viagra, the, yeah, uh, the Viagra. Lexapro, all those... All, all these SSRI things that, you know, antidepressants and the Prozac and the happy pills, the Xanax. The, I love Xanax. The Xanax that you uh, abuse so badly. You pop like pants. Uh, yeah. Did you, <laughs> you just took one before lunch, didn't you? But anyway, the amazing thing about Dr. Salk was he did not put a patent on his vaccine. Why did he not put a patent on his vaccine? Because he felt he owed it to mankind. Aw. Fool. Now, Dr. Sabin came out with an oral vaccine. Who was from Cincinnati. Who was from Cincinnati. And he decided, because, you know, Salk had already made him look, but he didn't want to look bad, so he didn't put a patent on his either. Now, do you know how much money, roughly, they lost by not putting patents on their medicine. Billions. Jonas Salk lost possibly about $10 billion. $10 billion he would have made had he put a patent on that. How much is that in today's money? That is in today's money. And Sabin, because the the oral vaccine came along later, um, but it became the more popular of the vaccine because these little... Little children don't like to have needles poked into their arms or the bottoms or wherever they poke them. I don't know. Uh, $18 billion. He would have made $18 billion if he would have put a patent on it. So they are true American heroes. I would agree. So whatever happened to what, whatever happened to Dr. Salk? Uh, Dr. Salk got the, the tuberculosis and passed away with the consumption. He did not get his TB vaccination. I don't. Isn't know. it ironic that he died of TB? He should have been working on that instead. What was actually? I made that up. Oh, okay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no irony would have been him dying from polio. Yeah. Do Do we know how he died? Um. Well, that's you can say no. There's more and controversy okay. around that too. Okay. He's gonna um, make something up. No, he also was working on the iron lung when. Uh, a wrench got caught in the gears of one of that the iron lungs. That was Bessie Coleman. And he fell out of an iron lung and killed him and was killed instantly. You it know what? Are you really going to make me fact check you? <laughs> Do you know how Dr. Salk died? He died of old age at the age well, of 88. Well, then that's fine. Then that's fine. Well, there's, no, there's no beauty in that. Well, you know. It's he lived a full day. life. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, he did. Uh, you know, he doctor saved Sabin, a lot of lives. I mean, Doctor Saban interestingly died in a white water rafting accident. <sighs> really, he did not have a helmet on. Hit Is that a, tree a true stone. story? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> so basically, can you prove that he didn't? You know, probably. If I actually tried, you know what? Anyway, the whole point of this whole podcast is. These two men stopped the scourge of a lifetime. Yeah. Scourge of a lifetime. Where would America be if we had not stopped polio, but they did not patent it and they did not do it for money? And, uh, you know, um, 
and it saved millions of lives. I mean, we were joking around, but it it was it was a serious, you know, health problem. And oh, it was it horrible. Was, it, it, was, was, it was every parent's worst nightmare. They had like 58,000 cases a year. You know, 3,000 people dying a year on it. They was, they was lining up to get the vaccines. You didn't have some crazy-ass people out in Los Angeles saying, I don't want my child vaccinated, vaccinated against polio. Everybody was getting vaccinated against polio. It's funny that you bring that up about, you know, people in L.A. not wanting their children. So the, 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 the outbreak that we're having now... The measles. The measles. Which I got, I may have right this moment. Of course you might, but that's okay. You're looking a little peaked. And I would like yeah, to add about peaked. Dr. Salt. Yes. He was so confident in his own, uh, in his vaccine, that do you know who the first people that got it were? His children. His children. Do you know who the second people that got it were? I don't know. They came, uh, he went and found a school. And it was the New York Polk School for the feeble-minded and crippled. That was the name of the school for the. So Randy's on a monitor. Now, if you if you think the Washington Redskins are catching hell today, <laughs> <clears throat> imagine what that school would catch. I wonder what their mascot is. <laughs> I don't or know, was. but I but I imagine what? the mascot had blue hat. <laughs> That's not funny. You know, one of the things that happened during that the testing, there was uh, one of the laboratories had distributed his um, serum or vaccine, and there was production error. Oh, and, that was a terrible thing. Yeah, it terrible, was, a, terrible. It was five like, thousand people got killed. Yeah, no, it was fifty-six people, but it was, <laughs> it was a, a one of the worst pharmaceutical disasters that happened back in nineteen. When did something blow up? Nineteen fifty-five. Uh, no, I, I mean I uh, there, there was about six thousand tainted. Yeah, there were tainted. Oh, yeah, right. several thousand kids were exposed to it. Yeah, so there was uh, fifty-six yeah. actually, uh, or I'm sorry, yeah, it, it caused fifty-six. Cases it was tainted with the live polio. virus rather than the dead virus, and five five kids died from that. So um, that was not good. But you know, it was a part of the evolution of curing the disease. By 1952, they had distributed 100. At the first year after it came out, they had distributed 100 million doses of the vaccination. 100 million. No, there was not a bunch of. A bunch of Oprah listening to women sitting around the house saying, I don't want to get my child vaccinated Very against easy. the polio. It's not just women saying they don't want to get their child vaccinated. Men don't even know what vaccinations a kid's supposed well, to get. I'm just telling I you. I took my kids not. to the doctor for their checkups when they was little. They said they're supposed to get this shot. I said, give them to them. Give them to them. <laughs> well, and we already know you're parent of the year. No. Do, um, just in case you're interested, Brandy, Dr. Salk actually died of heart failure at the age of 80 on June 23rd, 1995 in La Jolla. Have you ever been to La Jolla? It I have not. not. But beautiful. thank you for telling me that, Tim, because Charles has been giving out false information. And I also, I think we would be remiss if we did not thank our sponsor. For the show, today. we don't have a sponsor. We do indeed have a sponsor, and I think we should thank Jesus's bail bonds. <laughs> we do not have a sponsor. 
What's that? What's that? I'm sorry. It's <coughs> Jesus's bail bonds, not we Jesus's. We do not have a sponsor. You, you do not want to jump bail on Jesus. He will, he will give you the plague, the frogs, well, the boils. Well, yeah, you, you can't, can't hide. get away from him. It's Jesus's bail bonds. That, that will be, if you are, if you are in trouble, call Jesus's bail bonds and catering. Catering. <laughs> hey, Jesus is a diversified guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is one eight eight eight. Uh huh. O five O. One eight eight O. Check. Don't that give out o- information. H- There'll be people calling that number. <laughs> Check us. Okay. Five zero. Okay. So thank uh, you, Jesus. Bell bonds. <laughs> so, um, Colonel. Yes, sir. Thank you for that in-depth reporting on Jonas Salk and and the polio. I was ho- I was expecting to hear something on iron lungs. That's what I was hoping for. So, well, not iron lung was a whole different thing. Well, I know, but I, we we'll have to touch on that in the future podcast. I don't want any part out iron lung. Is there anything else you would like to add about um, Doctor Salk? Um, yes, doc- he was an excellent bridge player. He was a championship bridge player. Why do you ask that question? I, he I, just I, makes I, things up. He doesn't have anything. No, he was. A, look it up on Wikipedia. He is <laughs> Wikipedia. a championship bridge player. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. And he was a he was a whittler. Did he play canasta too? He now just don't be foolish and sully <laughs> the name of Doctor Salk here with canasta. Yeah, he was. A, but he was a whittler. Um, he liked to whittle things like toothpicks. Uh, well, no, he, he he would he would take a piece of wood and make uh, and ships. Now, there was some controversy because he started using ivory, with uh-huh, wood uh-huh, ivory. Uh-huh. People didn't like that. Yeah, that didn't happen. Okay. Well. Okay. So, um, anything, uh, uh, Brandy, that you'd like to add about Jonas Salk, who uh, who was, despite um, this podcast, was a very remarkable person? <laughs> anything you'd like to add? No, 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 no. Just uh, well, I think it was just remarkable no, that he did done. not patent it. <laughs> I think that was, to, to me, uh, that is one that's so remarkable. Okay, well, it's my turn, and you're done talking. Well, you blue hat for... devil, if you got something to say, go ahead and say it. It's probably going to be silly. He actually founded the March of Dimes. Doctor Salk did. Yeah. See, now that mm-hmm. is a fascinating, true little factoid. It yeah. is. It is indeed. Because before Unlike he invented, Chuck before he invented it, for. it was the limp of dimes. Oh, my God. All right. So that wraps up another ep- fine episode. It was a very informative shut episode. Shut your dirty, dirty word hole. Um, it, was the, it was the roll of dimes. That's where the term roll of dimes comes from. It was the roll. The Thank you for joining us. Join us next time on History Dweebs. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.